Yes, hi, hey, hello, g'day, and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. This week, we catch up on the last few rounds that were, including our trip across to Indonesia. We look ahead to our big F3 derby at home. Yes, at home this weekend. And of course, we answer your questions. I'm Pete. And I'm joined by Luke, Josh, and Morrow. Good evening, lads. Howdy. Goodest evening. Hello. How are we doing? Hello. Hello. Mandated week break after... FIFA FIFA international break, yep. isn't it? Yeah. Everybody deserves a break. <laughs> so what? This is a... Go on, it, it, go on Peter. Oh God. It's a, it's a, it's a happy, oh. sad pod. Yeah, can I do like... Uh, I don't know. Can I do like half an air horn? It's like a... <laughs> it's, it's yeah, the girls winning, girls, baby. All right, yes. YTG, YTG, up the dub. Um, let's before we get into that, let's dive right into things as we always do with Fred's question. Fred this week asks: Is it time to give Miguel De Pizio and Brad Tap a start? We really need to try something different. I agree with the need to try something different. <clears throat> um, I'm not sure if we're at that stage yet but we're probably not far off. Um, yeah, I mean, who, who, do, who do they come in for, though? Neither of them. You know, has has Nathan Paul and Caltech done a bad enough job at centre-back that, you know, Tappy goes in there, or has the midfield done a bad enough sort of job there that, you know, Tappy goes uh, in there? It's, yeah, I don't, I don't, don't think that's the issue. Maxi and Niz, for me, uh, are, your, are your first two names on this team sheet. Yeah. Um, Vuka as well, of course. Um, Tappy, very capable centre back. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't know. Migsy, take your pick. Comes in for Torres. I mean, I mean, Theo. <clears throat> my issue at the moment with Torres and Tulio, as much as I don't like to say it because I love Tulio, mm. um, both seem to have a case of the try two hards. Mm. Um, both just not doing the simple things all that well and overcomplicating a lot of things. <laughs> mm-hmm. And does Migsy, um, you know, come in with uh, a case to prove or a point to prove or want to insert himself? Still still very young. I think a, a, oh, so, lot, a so lot of green. people... So green. He's not even 18 yet, is he? Just 18? Just 18, yeah. Yeah, so still super young. A, a lot to ask of him. Um, but has he got the makings of a very good creative player absolutely mm. and and yeah Torres and Tulio just yeah like a few other players as well though Tumonis as well like Ithia Harris's is just a case of the try two hearts mm. and it's not working so correction on Migsy is still 17 still 17 mm. yeah because he was he was only he was in the Joeys yeah he's, Jan, he's this, January this January year, yeah. yeah so yeah we're just not doing the simple things right and does someone like that young you know, uh, fresh, wanting to prove himself. Does he come in and just do the simple things? Mm. Play the simple pass. We don't need rainbow flicks every second move or we don't need back step heels overs. all the time or <laughs> 74 step overs that lead to nowhere. Um, <laughs> that's the frustrating thing for me at the moment. For me, the, the, there is a, there's a player in Torres and we saw it with mm. Benny when he first came in as well. You know, some some people calling him. You know, some of us uh, saw it so from day one, but that's <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I think I might have been there, Luke. Don't <laughs> think there was anyone in this room that wrote him off early doors. And Except for all of you lot. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Not a chance. Not a chance. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, what what we wouldn't give to to have him in the uh, in the starting side mm. at the moment. So yeah, I don't know whether or not I totally agree with the premise of the question. Though I'm not really sure if the solution would be bringing players in, taking them out, that kind of thing. I feel like there's enough football there that we have to get this learning process and it must be a learning process how many weeks has the coach been around now with these players that he didn't really have much of a say in bringing in mm. maybe a little bit of advanced preparation that looks like it had his fingerprints on it but but still no advance on that so i feel like that we've seen some ways that we are prepared to have something else other than plan a rather than just you know do plan a better so which is good Shout out to Paolo. Oh, damn it. <laughs> got, you, got, you, got him first. And, Early. Uh, but <laughs> so, 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 yeah, I'm, I, I don't think we need to do that. I do think we need to keep doing what we've already done and bringing players like that in to have these sorts of cameo roles so we can work out exactly where we can fit them in because we are going to need every one of them, mm. as Monty did to um, get us where we needed to go. So, yeah. I think that's even more important this season with, you know, how deep we are possibly likely to go in, in the AFC Cup as well. You know, games are going to continue coming thick and fast. We're going to need to really lean on as much of that depth as possible. I, I think I agree as well. You know, yeah, I think a big part of our problem has been a lack of cohesion up top. You know, we're not, we are creating chances. We're not putting them away. It's that final ball, final third, hmm. something that we've bemoaned ad nauseum in years gone by maybe not last year so much but um yeah i think you need to to stick with your starting 11 we sort of and allow them to sort of build that that cage and give them time to gel we see it in moments and glimpses we're just not quite there it's 90 percent of what was required we get a great ball at a moment where we're not positioned well that kind of thing um when when we're on we are on that ball from tilio to qual that's a yes. Mm. And, and that's, that's, the, touch that's the sort Kyle. of stuff that he brings. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what we need more yeah. of. So that moment is there. And there, and I think there'll be some of those Torres moments as well. I'm not sure if he's Benny or not, but um, I there are moments where I think, you know, others have not been on his wavelength. He has not been on theirs. And if and when that wavelength starts to develop and it can only happen through more and more games, which maybe we're lucky to have more games. Mm. Um yeah, I think there's there's something there. I'm not I'm not doomed just yet. Kind of feels like Torres maybe has his. I think we said it last episode as well. Doesn't have his radar set. No, no. Um, he nearly had a few things reset in that Bali game. So <laughs> <laughs> a few kneecaps, a couple of ankles. So. <laughs> we'll get back to that. But Oof, yeah, but yeah, I, I think there's a massive player in there. The question is whether or not the coach can bring it out. So far, mm. I don't think that's been. Uh, he's managed to do that. Can he do it yet? Mm, I reckon. Not dead in the water yet. Does he just need that one game to get a goal and then floodgates are open? Well, he scored a goal. No, and, hey. and did, it didn't work for Tulio, did it? Like, remember, uh, he, he showed a little bit of a form patch there, I reckon, last year, and it looked like he was finishing quite nicely. And then we went down and played that game against Sydney when Caltech got sent off mm. and Tulio missed that sitter. Oh, still makes me frustrated. <laughs> there was another game against Western United away where, where he missed four or five as well. I think yeah, we won 3-1 like, on the day. but What on earth was that? But it's not that's not who we recognise Tulio as now. So it's like the season's really coming along in sort of fits and starts and, you know, false promises and false dawns so far. Um, but uh, all to play for this weekend. Well, of course, uh, come back to that a little bit later.
you're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Yeah, that kind of feels like the story of the last few weeks indeed. Um, let's take a look at the last few weeks. Um, how do we want to how do we want to tackle this, fellas? Do we want to go from the Perth game onwards? Do we want to go backwards, reverse chronological? Do we even want to talk about the Perth game? Did we play in Perth? <laughs> <laughs> well, My bank same. account says we did. Yeah. Was anyone same. awake for that? Yes. Oh, you were because you were there. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, jet lag nearly killed me, but you know. I feel like the, the Perth trip into Bali story is going to be more interesting than again, <laughs> the Perth game. So possibly true. Yeah. Um, Look, we went to Perth. We lost. Tulio got uh, Tulio uh, Torres got sent off. Mm. That's about it, really, isn't it? It'd be nice if we can go a game without getting a red card. Well, I think we're mm. three from four, aren't we? Especially sh- yep. like silly stuff. Like mm. I don't even know whether or not Torres means to do that, but you can't do it anyway. No. And the same thing, like the latest one, like that's real bad, mm. but but that's really badly sort of contrived I mean, as well. Like. He got uh, what was it, fifteen yellow cards in twenty appearances in the in the Maltese league last season. Mm. So I he likes a, a card well. then. Yeah. Likes a couple of yellows then. Yeah. Hey? <laughs> So if that bloke from Bali had connected with him, he probably would have been out for months with the oh, smashing him because I wanted to smash that is, the That bloke. is legitimately one of the worst tackles I've ever <laughs> seen on a football We'll get back ever. to that. <laughs> There's a lot of anticipation of that tackle. Uh, how was Perth, Pete? Because that's going to be yeah, more interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, it was a half-decent trip. I mean, we, we flew in pretty early, doors, so we had a bit of time to go and explore and uh, went out to the beach and you know had a, had a pretty chilled-out day and then went to – remember which pub it was a brisbane hotel or something like that which was just near um nib stadium hbf park what are they calling it Park. okay um yeah look it's a it's a decent away day it doesn't rank up there with your with your adelaide's or your wellington aways but uh, it was um yeah it was okay how's the stadium in person um yeah. Is it a good place to watch football or the corner that the away bay's in? It's, you, yeah. You're tucked away and it, yeah. the view is – it is what it is, let's face it. Um, I don't know how much they spent on renovations, and I use inverted commas there, for that <laughs> stadium, but uh, if it's more than $8.70, they got fucking jipped. <laughs> you can't buy a beer for that <laughs> like, over there, surely. Honestly, that's um, – I still had like demandable toilets and stuff there. And I was, nice. Yeah, was, really. <laughs> sums up football in Australia. So got that great-looking stand right in the camera view yeah, the rest and everything it, else is shit. The rest of it's garbage, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. A couple of the boys managed to blag their way up into one of the corporate media suites as well. I don't know how. <laughs> They nice. found their way onto the pitch before kickoff as well. What? Right. <laughs> Guess who? Guess who? Uh, does does it start with E? Uh, no, not E. No. Oh no, a favourite Scotsman of ours. Oh, oh god! <laughs> <laughs> I let that bloke in anyway. Wow. He's, he's just absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. So you know, it is what it is. Less said about the game, the better. <laughs> yep. Move on. Yep. <clears throat> Into. The highlight of the last couple of weeks, Bali away, baby. Uh, what a trip. Also, what a game. Um, well, what a game. I say what a game. It was <laughs> really ground out sort of performance. But in the conditions over there, we were playing, it was 32 degrees at kickoff, 90% humidity. Like, how much were you sweating? Oh, my God. The limit does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> of sweating from places you didn't know you could sweat from. Yeah. Areas. Yeah. No, dead set. And that was for about six days straight the entire time I was over there as well. So. <laughs> yeah, coach. Luckily, I was... an Ange Pastacoglu. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So was I. 
Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was. <laughs> it fair. was so bad. That's fair. Security was very tight for this one. Apparently, they had some uh, some incidents outside the stadium over the last uh, few months as well with uh, with some rival fans. Um, so they had the uh, the armored vehicles and the tanks. No word of a lie out the front. Security with you know the the armed forces were there with their shotguns and AK forty sevens or whatever MP5s. I don't know what guns are. We should get some of those in Gosford. Yeah, it should be more of those at Central Coast Stadium. Yeah. This weekend, Absolutely. I reckon. Yeah. I, I have no idea why there's not. Keep I mean, the riffraff out. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't I got a full frisk search before the game. They came uh, very close to some very delicate areas as well. <laughs> um, but they uh, they confiscated my cigarettes. No good. Yeah, apparently I can use them as weapons. Well, blowing smoke at the players. <laughs> As if they don't let you smoke in the stadium over there. I was a low-key surprised about that, but it was funny because you see all the Balinese fans vaping and smoking inside the stadium. Yeah. It's just uh, your, bloody, your bloody skips, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they just got some good hiding spots, maybe. <laughs> bloody tourists. Yeah. Um, oh, it was fantastic to see uh, so many Mariners fans make the trip over there. We had just shy of 100 in the end. And, uh, it looked unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Any... Any word on a uh, a one Daniel McBreen and yeah, how yeah, how Mac, Mac was there, how yeah. he uh, you mean up, you mean Simon Hill rocked up the next same, day yeah true same hair. glorious hairstyle at the moment yeah he's looking he's looking good the gold machine um, yeah and uh, he was in, he was in very good form heard as on well. the grapevine he was he was, he was in quite good form it was on good form yeah yeah he got the bus from Seminyak up to uh, up to the game just outside Ubud with us so about an hour and a half bus ride sort of thing we went to a few pubs beforehand and um, wasn't you know wasn't absolutely stonkered like some of us um not me i was i was okay <laughs> you were <laughs> were you okay or <laughs> okay by pete standards um he wasn't arrested. In, in between in between okay, yeah fair i think enough. in between fair yeah, enough. Yeah. yeah by that day i'd you know i'd been drinking for about four days straight so. <laughs> <laughs> sort of drunk can't get a hangover sober. if you just keep drinking yeah exactly so right. it doesn't really you matter. can't tell if you're drunk either That's no you i just, don't know if you can get a, a, a hangover on bintang in fairness true true yeah. Yeah. a bit light on <laughs> but abs- absolute grinder of oh, a game, wasn't it? And a result. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, you take that. I mean, they had they had twice the amount of shots to us. <laughs> <laughs> we we had uh, two big chances. I think we only had two on target shots as well. Um, yeah, three, two, two on target shots, two goals. Yeah, I mean, how clinical <laughs> is that? <laughs> Snatch and grab. Snatch and grab. Smash and grab. I did say as well, you know, I would take a 1-0 smash and grab over there 100%, but they came out all guns blazing. They were absolutely swinging for the fences. Yeah, I'm going to say Brad Tapp, he uh, didn't like him much. They didn't like him. They tried to saw oh. his uh, amputate his foot. Oh, mate, I saw the photos of his foot afterwards as well, and holy purple Ooh. grimace bruising, that was Have not- they been shared anywhere? No. Uh, no, they no. are they are brutal. <laughs> the photos of his uh, foot, ankle, purple. I have not seen a bruise like that yeah. in a long time. I'm pretty well versed with ankle injuries, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was like I looked at that and went, "Wow!" Definitely, the refs bin tang for the rest of the trip was paid for. Because <laughs> mm. well, it's it's hilarious because the uh, the Balinese fans are all sliding into the DMs, going, "Oh, you you cheating Aussies! You bribe the oh. referees!" The Instagram comments after on the full time post yeah. on Instagram were. So good. Yeah. Mate, the, the the quality moments when we got that penalty and they surrounded the penalty spot and wouldn't let us put the ball in here. <laughs> <laughs> it was up there. With, Elite shit out there. It's peak mate, Asian shit out I have not seen that since all age sixes at Woi Woi Oval. And it was a pen as well. It was 100% and it was a pen. Exactly. It was a pen. And mm. as if that wasn't enough, they then, you know, 
in unison applauded the referee all the way back to the yeah to the middle. Right. Which yeah. I, uh, the last time I checked, that was a yellow card offence. So that mm. that should have eliminated at least a couple who'd already had yellow cards. Not to mention the you know eleven yellow cards. So just the level of undiscipline in the game mm. and. Culminating on this bloke trying to saw off Torres's leg near the dugouts. The and you see yeah. Mark Jackson go down there, and that's been one of his biggest moves since he came in as coach, I think, <laughs> to go down there and get Torres in the headlock and drag him back to um, yeah. our own box. <laughs> Not because Torres had reacted even, but he should have. He should have belted the guy for yeah. sure. In fact, I'm surprised Pete didn't jump the fence and belt the guy himself. It <laughs> was a long drop from where we were sitting. so <laughs> That's probably the only thing that saved the guy. <laughs> Because he just definitely deserved a flying prior. Uh, There's no doubt about I, it. I would have been, yeah, absolutely flying to if I was jumping off that thing. It's <laughs> five metre drop, mate. <laughs> Comfortably. So we win in the cup or what? Oh, mate, it's coming home. Yeah. It's coming home. We're going to beat Mohan Bagels in the yeah. final. Aussies are uh, popular in India at the moment. So, yeah. Hope come dogs love us well. Yeah. Yeah. Come dogs doing very well in India at the moment. Yeah, very well. Yeah. Very well. Jason Cummings not doing badly either, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little cricket joke for all you fans out there. Uh, Jacob Farrell, man of the match in this one, according to FopMob, and probably according to me as well. Absolutely monstrous. He's gone up levels again this season. Yeah, probably our man yes. of the match for the season to date. I think. <laughs> Just give him the Mariners medal now. <laughs> I d- or, well, yeah, like in all seriousness, for he's he's probably one of, you know, the few I would say that. Uh, is holding his weight and and making a real impact on games and mm. yeah has has gone up leaps and bounds so becoming a leader now in that yeah. defensive At group like twenty one years old exactly <laughs> exactly that yeah. because he's it's exactly what Pete said he's gone up that level whereas he was you know a, a good defender last year with some making some really good opportunities this year he's really shown how it's done he's added that going forward part you not know, to mention scoring. Yeah, but that was that was the one bit that was you know kind of lacking was that final third conviction for him or no one doubted his ability to get a penalty. No, that's right, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And how about his fitness level? Because I remember him still running around ninety fifth minute against Bali. Or, mm. So yeah, he's fit, he's firing. Yeah. He Those conditions had that, would have been so hard to play in. Obviously had that uh, that illness last year as well, which is you know a bit of a nasty one, glandular fever, but uh, seems to be very well on the men from that. And, if, and, you know, one of the, the things that um, after the Adelaide final, so over a season ago now, but one of the things that the club said he had to work on was he needed to put on a few kilos. And he's, you can see that as well. He looks more like an athlete now, not a not mm. a 19-year-old stringy little kid. Mm. And he's not taking any backward steps because of that. He's, no. he's in everything. He's playing some edgy stuff at times, which mm. you want to see that. Never never really, not afraid never, of the challenge. Never really no. been one to take a backward step at all, no. has he? But um, I think, yeah, that, um, that sort of added size in, in a way is really um, giving him the, uh, that extra sort of edge in those scenarios. You would have seen Tyso? Yeah, yeah, Tyson Scott. So good to see him there as well. Um, Glenn Lauder as well. Shout out, Glenn. Uh, so reunion of a couple of media managers there from, from years gone by. Um, Mike Charlesworth making an appearance as well for the game, which was... Got a sneaky view on TV. Yeah. Mm. Where, where was Rich? He wasn't there? No, no, I didn't see him. Anton was there. Anton's brother was there. A um, couple of club sponsors as well. There was a few forum members there as well. Um, shout out to everyone that uh, that attended. Absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Super uh, turnout, like video mm. afterwards. Yeah, loved it. Yeah. Good on fun. you, fans. <laughs> Wish I was there. Tell you what, those Bali fans can create a fairly intimidating atmosphere as well. 
It was. Um, it didn't seem like there were that many of them, but they did. Nah, it did come um, through because the home end there is is huge, right? So it's gonna it's gonna make yeah. you know if they don't completely fill, it, it's gonna look tiny. But they. Um, yeah, they bought half decent numbers for a Wednesday night and they made some noise. And yeah, they didn't shut up the entire game. So full credit to them. And their players went down and faced them, even though they lost. I saw. Yeah, there was a bit of a a bit of a thing after the game. They they do. Oh, a stoush. Yeah, yeah, it nearly got very Surely nasty. Surely it was number 10 in the capo. No, so it wasn't between the players. It was actually, oh. uh, there was very nearly a pitch invasion from uh, several thousand Bali fans. Um, mm. So after the game, they normally do a bit of a, a Indonesian ritual. Um, we weren't told about this, right? So um, the music starts playing over the speakers and Bryce has got the players doing their warm down all through the middle of this ritual. And the fans lost their shit. Not like happy. about to fucking blow up. And they were about to jump the fence. It went, yeah, it was... At us. Yeah. Yeah, they got it, the shits with it us. It turned yeah. fucking nasty. It turned real nasty Jesus. real quick. So Nice of him to give us a heads up on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got out of there unscathed, so... <laughs> Happy days. That's a win. Aside from the uh, the bloke at the pub afterwards who charged me five bucks for a bintang. Rude. Five dollars. Disgusting. Wow. Highway robbery. It was, actually hi- it was actually robbery on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> the most I paid mm. for, uh, for any beer the entire time over there. I couldn't believe it. Bit of an interesting journey back for the boys as well. Uh, some of you, uh, some of us may have heard, um, I think it was Vooker in the post game who said they had a, uh, I think it was a 26-hour journey back um, to Australia from uh, from Denpasar, which seems like a bit of a long or roundabout way to go. Um, my flight was 60 hours back to Sydney. That's about the standard, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. As I understand, they had a bit of a layover in uh, Kuala Lumpur. Scouting out Tarangana again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Speaking of which, actually, uh, Mickey Glassick making an appearance in oh. Bali as well. Yeah, had a oh. good catch up with him as well as uh, another ex-academy product in Cane Runge. Um, Kyle Johnson as well, the fish was there. So, yeah, really good catch up with those There's lots of Mariners guys. fans there and Mariners people loved and Ch- it. Charles Lockerlingoy was there, ex-Sydney FC Academy. I was about to say, oh, who okay. was the guy I was with? Because yeah. I can't remember his name and Ch- that's who yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, Lockerlingoy. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but why no direct flight? Like, yeah. are we are we skinting on money there? I'm questioning that. I understand that we've got a partnership with Air Asia, and we did that kind of cool some people thought it was kind of cringy uh, promo video on the way from Perth to Denpasar with AirAsia, um, which is a direct flight, which it always should be. Yep. Um, the nine-hour layover in KL, I don't understand because the boys didn't get back till Friday afternoon. So that it, they had one training session, a light session on sat- Saturday before the Brisbane And game. they would have felt like shit they in that session. Crushed, and then we mate. play at 3 o'clock, well, no, 5 o'clock. On the Sunday. On the Sunday yeah. against Brisbane. And then we get done, which we can probably segue into. And, I mean, it's, there's obviously a lot of other factors that play into that, but is the sponsorship worth more than now being 0-1-4? I think, like, yeah, I mean, I think the, 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 sponsorship, the sponsorship box should have been ticked after the Perth flight. Yeah. You know, you probably don't need to have that 26-hour journey back. That's ridiculous. Just lucky we weren't sponsored by Air Alaska. It's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I think it might have been a shorter commute. <laughs> well, it just doesn't really encourage make, away. Mm. Doesn't really make sense. Away. <laughs> it's, just, it's good from you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We should, I realise it's costing us a bit more extra money than normal but we at get the moment. Thirty thousand dollars US for every away game that we play in the group stage. Do we? Yeah, thirty thousand US travel allowance. 
That plus fifty thousand a week from Richard, we should be flying. <laughs> no. First class in a G six, no <laughs> private charter, baby. Private, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, interesting one. I'd, I'd be uh, interested to see how we're uh, how we're going to be travelling over to the Philippines because mm. we've got one away game left in the group. Yeah. Well, all 20... things said, we're topping the group. So yeah. <laughs> 2020 um, flight coming up. It's yep. working. It's, so, yeah. pro- it's probably clearly we should get Air Alaska on. And I think what what do we only need a point or two points to to officially top the group? I think so. We'll yeah. come last in the league, uh, but, <laughs> but we're winning we'll, Asia. Cup. We'll win that. We're, AFC going, Cup. we're going full Wanderers. <laughs> full Wanderers. <laughs> Wanderers 2014. Oh, <laughs> uh, it doesn't that it doesn't sound that bad as long as we're at um, uh, bagels. Later. <laughs> That's all we need. Uh, let's uh, let's segue right into it. Of course, it was a two-one win over in Indonesia, but a two-one defeat on our return home against Brisbane. Alo Kual uh, continuing his goal-scoring form, um, but uh, Berenger and Waddingham scoring for Brisbane to round out uh, a defeat there. Just I didn't. Mm. Let's it's, talk about the Berenger <laughs> goal first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, li- you liked it then, Luke? I could. I could. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was about to rant a bit. No, the, let's do no, that. No, 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 go for it. No, no, no. You know what? Rant. The floor is yours. Boise, rant of Boise. Not rant, really, but I mean, this was like, for me, this was not make or break for Jacko, but this was pretty like, it's getting there. It was a very winnable right? game. It's very, very winnable game at home, week before the week off, game before the derby. And, and yeah, Brisbane, to their credit, are a much better side this season than what they have been. In the past, yeah. Ross Eliwisi, of all people, has got them playing pretty decent football. Yeah. You wash your mouth. Um, I know. It's very, right, I think very I bad predicted to him to be sacked first. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they've got, you know, some good youngsters, a few good bits of experience. Um, Waddingham looks a Waddingham player. called it in my preseason you young did. player prediction. Yeah. Uh, he was my man to watch. Um, but this was a very winnable game and a, a very important one. And, and now all the pressure goes into the derby this weekend, which is in another roundabout way. He's now at home, which is probably even slightly more pressure <laughs> than what it was going to be up there. Mm. But, I mean, he's, he's he's now had, I'm not sure what number we come up with before Moz, but, you know, what has he been here for two months now officially, two and a bit months maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, he's seen what he's, you know, seen. There's, there's a few players there that are not working, you know, Wilson, He'll, he'll come good. I reckon he will. But just not not happening. Has, have not seen a thing from him that has impressed me so far. Haven't seen anything from Docker. Mm. Um, Lost his know, place to Storm. 100% and, you know, rightly so. I thought, thought Storm still played well on the weekend. Um, Happy 150th Mariners game to Storm as yep, well. Yeah, 100%. Not, did not think we would be saying that a few years ago. But he, he's now comfortably our starting right back. You know, and th- there's things there, like I was sort of saying before, there's there's a big case of the try two hards mm. is what I'm seeing. I'm not seeing a team. I'm seeing a lot of individuals in that final third. And, and I'm not saying it's a simple fix, but this is if they think he is such a good coach, he should be fixing this. And like the, all the pressure for me goes into this weekend. If we get done this weekend, I'm off. I'm out. Jack it off. Not, not, not half, jack off. Jack off. Jack it off. 
You want to try and rephrase hmm. that or just leave it as it is? <laughs> I think that's some quality phraseology right there. You know what? I'm going to stick with it. There's <laughs> um, hours of jack off. But, <laughs> but yeah. that was last right season. marathon, man. There's <laughs> hours of bad jack off. Um, but it's it's this this week. We we can't be none and five with some of the performances and the football we've been playing mm. after winning a championship. At what point does your nice little experiment with the young coach be over? Mm. Like, at what point do you pull the plug? Because it's all well and good to be, well, he didn't sign those players. And I get that to a degree. I'm also on board with that to a degree. But the makings of a good coach, when he hasn't got his own squad necessarily, is that I believe, and like we were saying before, Moss, before we started, I believe we still got a squad that can do the job, that can get into the top six at least. Do we have as good of a squad as what we did last season? Probably not, mm. but all, it's it's also quite a hindsight thing with how we finished off. I don't think a lot of people would have seen. I think many people would have seen that necessarily coming. But do we have a squad that can still do the job? I think we do. Mm. So, so whether he gets this, you know, fixed this weekend is on him for me. And and if he doesn't, got to have some serious uh, thinking because jack off. Jack off. The, no, <laughs> joking. The, 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 thing that's, the thing that's extra frustrating for me is that we won a championship, you know, 10 years ago. We didn't capitalise on that because of ownership stuff, things around the league. It, it, it's, you, you know, you name it, we didn't capitalise, didn't not capitalise on that. That could be that. its own separate pod. 100%. Series. And we're in the same boat again. We've won a championship. We, we've done really good. We've been the arguably the best story in Australian football and we're staring down the barrel of being none and five. Like that's frustrating. We, we, we should be, we should be building on that, not going the other way. I think you've probably uh, just gone and answered Johnny Nadem's question from the Sorry, Johnny. questions. Later. I haven't read it. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> good though. No, good. Anyway. I, yeah. I don't know. I, my, I, I feel like whether it's a, I don't know, ownership thing, coach thing, Score thing. I don't know. I just feel like there's a weird feeling around the place at the moment. That's mm. just me. Mm. I don't have the same feeling now as what I did at the start of last season. Mm. And from a table, you know, perspective, we were obviously slightly better off. But we're only four games in. Last season, four games in. I think most people could see the path we were on, mm. what we had in store. Uh, I'm not seeing that right now. Is it a case of there was, you know, we played the underdog status for a while, but now since we've won the title last season, there's more of an expectation of success now. 100%. Yeah. I think we can't play the underdog status forever. We can't mm. be the poor cousins. We can't be crying foul forever that we're poor and we got no money, which we can get into a certain aspect of that uh, soon. But we, we just can't do that. At some point you need to be, we are the premier club in the country for developing young players and we also have success. Mm. Like have have a bit of backbone. I can't disagree with some of that, at least. Come on, let's fight me. Fight me. <laughs> let's let's do it outside. There's heaps of glass in here for the car park. No, I I, th- I think definitely we want to see some signs of things happening. Um, but I kind of not a believer that uh, at our financial level in the A-League, the idea that we could have consistent uh, pressure at the premiership end each year I think might be a little bit fanciful. 
I wish it were not, but I think it might be. So this sort of, you know, city-esque or Sydney-esque um, maintain, maintaining the kind of, you know, finishing first thing, that is much harder for us. And we did <clears throat> start out with a different team last year that you might say that the team we started with last year is not actually that much arguably worse than what we've started with this year on paper um, because who knew that uh, some players in last year's team were going to really... Sammy is the Sammy, best example. Nectar, yeah. the, the, the whole everyone who wasn't in that list. So we're not going to get that every year. Um, but we definitely do need to see signs because like you, I think that I definitely agree that we have the players to be able to um, find ourselves um, at least competing for that sixth spot and hoping to compete for fourth spot. So it is on the coach to be able to manage all of those players and notwithstanding the fact that we have the extra games and that and that makes it probably harder for him or easier. I don't know what it makes it to be honest, but it's certainly it's his job to you know get those players who we think can compete at that level on the park and get those results which he hasn't yet um so i don't i'm I'm not ready to sort of throw in the towel on the coach or but the other thing i agree with is that there's some little bit of unusualness around the club a lot's changed around the club, not just the playing staff or the coach or whatever. I think a lot's changed around the office in the club as well. A lot's changed in the field. Um, Sean is maybe less engaged seemingly and maybe that's a sign of his position around the place or maybe he's just super busy um, with the extra games we've got. But um, there's something in the theory that things are a little bit different around the club. Um, well, I think I think, I think a clear... A clear a clear telling of that was Inbridge's letter, which we can get to, but was around appointing the coach. Sean seemingly had zero involvement in that. Mm. I think um, Sean, in, in defence of Sean and and, uh, and what you've just mentioned there, Moz, his workload would have gone through the roof yeah, with, no, with the not, amount of staff changes that we've had and how short things are in the back office. And the women's yeah, team. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not being critical of Sean there. Yeah, I'm yeah. being critical of the that I think that the sort of way that we run the place in general has changed. The way the vibe has sort of changed in the office. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the feeling. This is not yeah, the first no, time we've had to you know rebuild relationships with new owners and uh, all mm. of that sort of thing. But this is maybe the weirdest time for a while. Um, you know, we've had Surfer Bob and some other unusual <laughs> characters Bob. who've Stop come on the, it right there. Come oh, on the scene. So, so we've had our times, but you're right that there's something a little bit unusual going on there and maybe that email that you um, so have brought up a couple of times comes into that conversation as well. It's a bit of a weird one. Yeah, th- we'll, we'll, we'll come back to the email a bit later on, but um, I think, you know, from, from the outset I, I sort of said that I'd give I'd give it six weeks before I fully form an opinion really on on everything in terms of on the pitch performances, coaching style, playing style, etc. Um, is my finger hovering over the panic button yet though? The fingers the fingers up a slow circle. The finger the fingers up. Yeah, it's not Slowly quite over. circling. It's yeah, it's, it's reaching. Yeah. Um, this weekend's going to be super telling, oh. as you say, boys. Yeah. Like for me, you can't go zero and five and then have that. 5B against them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Agreed. Back to the Brisbane game. <laughs> it's not great areas, is that, put it that way. It's not going to satisfy the masses, so to speak. Mm, mm. Um, but, yeah, I'm not going to hit the panic button just yet. Not, not just yet. Um, but I'm getting there. 
Back to the Brisbane game. Florin Berenguer, 19 minutes in. Who the fuck let him have 17 touches in our box before getting a shot He was off? just standing there looking at the goal and going, what, shall I kick it over there or there? Oh, over there. This was one of those super frustrating Mariners 2015-esque defending sort of moments yeah. where Statues. everyone just sort of stopped. They thought the ball was out. I think it was Emilio Uznich who kept it in. Um, and anyone that says that was out and it wasn't in, fight me. I don't care. That ball was in. I don't care if it was out. We stopped. You yeah. can't do that. Mm. Play the whistle. Play the whistle. <laughs> It's under perspective. Yeah. It, didn't look, it didn't look like it was out to me from where we I was need, sitting uh, miles away was it, was or, or it, anywhere else. We need Robbie Slater on the on From the Bay 16, think, it um, looked clear that it was in, that it stayed in. From my vantage point. It I'd say in. Bay 16 would be the worst. Well, yeah, that's the worst point. <laughs> really? What are you the talking about? You can't see the fucking light from, <laughs> from the top. Look, it was rubbish. It was rubbish from it was rubbish from Bay 42. There was no way the ball yeah. went out. Right. Yeah, from 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 halfway that ball no. was was in. It was on, the, close. on the replay as well. They did uh, very very oh so briefly actually draw a line. And if any part of that ball is still above the line, bear in mind that the ball is not a fucking cube. It's a sphere. <laughs> So parts of it stick out a little bit further than the ball is still in. Okay, the ball was in. It never went out. Yeah. Simple. But um, So we stopped and then that gave him enough time to just stand there and pick his spot, yeah. which was frustrating. Lessons learned, hopefully, from from that one. And look, I'm not going to slag off anyone. I, boys are probably cooked from a 29,000-hour jettison via you know, the North Pole and wherever <laughs> else they went. Um, Alo Qual gave us a bit of hope. Hope is a dangerous, dangerous thing uh, with his goal in the 31st minute. Great goal. Great assist. Good beautiful, finish. Beautiful first touch. Mm. Good finish. Um, Alo too anonymous, though, outside of that. He had, he had another, fair. I think, fairly big chance on the turn. He's, he's just About two minutes after the first one. Mm, he's, mm. Had, he's had a weird start to the season for me. He has blown a little bit hot and cold, but bear in mind this is a player that's barely played for the last 24 months. Mm. You know, before he joined us, I think he had a cumulative total of about 29 minutes or something in the preceding 12 months. Mm. So, um, you know, it's going to take a bit of time to, to shake that off. And I think he is. I think he is shaking that off. I think his performances have improved drastically. He is getting into the game more than he was, you know, in the Sydney FC game in the in the Australia Cup, for example. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, definitely recognise the lack of football from before he came here. Mm. But we're 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 not getting and this I think I brought this up in the off season potentially, we're not getting that drop deep off the line link no, up play that we got totally with Cummings. Different, different player. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But but that worked for us last season, and it was so good to watch. Yeah, and we're, we're, we're just, and it was, it I was, think, I think, I think Alo could do that though. I think he could. I think but he's got the attributes to do it. Yeah. It doesn't look like the coach wants him doing that though no. at the moment, and that, that. But is that a coach thing? Well, like, absolutely. That's sort of what I'm getting at. Is like, I don't know. I think Alo's always been the kind of player that plays off the shoulder. I think I can recall on one hand the amount of times that I saw him drop drop a bit deeper when mm. he was playing through the academy here. He's always been off the shoulder. It's true. Yeah. And that's, a, and that's but it's the coach's us. job to bring Alo's game mm. into our game. Mm. You know and that, what I mean. that's why there's there's no there's very limited link up yeah. at the moment. Well, la- last year last year, you know, you had Alo and, and Tulio sort of rotating, dropping in between the lines there and, and causing that causing that havoc as well. It makes it impossible to pick either of them up. Mm. And you had Benny and Sammy Silvera swapping flanks, dropping inside in, in the half spaces there as well. Um, and that rotation in the front four was just clinical. But this year, you've got you know one of that front four that remains there. Mm. So it's going to take it's going to take time to gel, unfortunately. 
which is why I guess I'm not hitting the fuck it button just yet. I don't think he's got time. I thought it was a panic button. button. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've he's renamed just, it. He's <laughs> time. Let's just not the jack off button. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your hands off that button, Boise. <laughs> uh, we 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 actually won the game on XG though. Um, nice. Well, yeah, nice. 2.23 XG to 1.46. We had 19 shots, three big chances created, two big chances missed. Do we have more possession? Um, no. No, oh. Brisbane had more. No, no. So Paolo Sorry, turning Paolo. in his grave. Sorry, Paolo. <laughs> <laughs> Paolo. Less Number passes two. as well. What? Uh, by 100. Mm. Crikey. Yeah. How dare we let them have the ball? Yeah. What were you doing? Key stat, red cards, 1-1. One, one. Mm. That was a yeah. crap stat. Yeah. Well, also, okay, so we had the, uh, the Thea Harris disallowed penalty. Uh, fellas, never a pen for me. Never a pen in a million years. Clear as day. Seen him given. Okay. Seen him given. But <laughs> he just wants to throw punches. <laughs> live, I thought it was a pen. Same. Yep. I still probably yeah. thought it was a pen after full time because I was annoyed. <laughs> but yeah, watching the replays and that, he's going, he he's going, clearly yeah. plays yeah. for it, which yeah. I don't have an issue with playing for it, but you've got to make it less obvious than that. He's, he's going down, he's yelling timber. It was. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Like it you can said be before, a pen. How, he, and sometimes given, but he, I don't think nah, it's a pen. He never. probably could have stayed on his feet. Yeah. Probably. If you've and got the yeah, option, stand either, your feet. Either play it, play it outside to Smiggles, who would have been on, um, yeah. or, or smash it. Which, smash he, it home. which he sort of did. Did he? Or didn't he quite get No, no he just sort of let the ball run. And, and he was trying to knock around him and then mm. run into him to get the pen. Mm. And just but he went down before he ran into him. So yeah. Yeah. No, I don't have any grievance it's about the decision. Like the decision, I think they got no, that right. The decision spot on. I think they got that right. But um, the way they made it, my God, they're ruining our game. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, oh, that's, that's, that's another whole. Yeah, the whole VAR thing at the moment, league wide, is just a nightmare. It should world have taken wide. 25 minutes well, to yeah, come to that wide. decision. But let's, let's, like I said, <laughs> Mate, it we looked were like a clear and obvious we error. If you want it that way, if you say that's not a penalty, fine. Uh, if you want it to be clear and obvious, then it's clear and obvious the first time you watch it. Yeah. You don't have to call the ref over who's got no know. idea what he's doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure when they called him over, he looked at his lines and said, Are you going or am I? <laughs> he's got no idea, that ref. Well, that that ref wasn't even supposed to be appointed to our game. We were supposed to have Alex King. Is he the ref who couldn't make a substitute I think it was in Adelaide? Jonathan Barrero, I think it was. It was, uh, was Barrero. <laughs> Is he the one? Oh, even even on the um, pregame team sheets and Alex King listed, Jonathan Barrero was not even on the fourth and official. Is he that Adelaide guy? Ah, uh, probably. Oh. Who famously let Lewis Miller off the ground? Uh, let's, yeah, let's yeah, not get yeah, into the sure it is. Oh. Yeah, that was definitely him. Let's not Mate. get into the whole ref, ref And thing. I thought there was a referee's bootlace out there. Anyway, it had nothing to do with the result, but no. it's excruciating watching video destroy our game at the moment. Mm. Mm. And losing as well as mm. that. Yeah, well, there's, yeah, there's definitely that. Christian Theoharis and Joe Coletti had a pretty interesting sort of running battle. Theoharis uh, got smashed by Coletti and then uh, went for revenge against him right at the end of the first half, picked himself up a yellow card. Um, but then he also managed to get Coletti his first yellow card right uh, at the end of the first half in the 49th minute um, before Coletti picked himself up a second yellow card in the 57th. Wasn't the brightest uh, challenge, no. given <laughs> yes. the position in the pitch and the players in front of him, and uh, yeah, I don't know, strange Pretty one. Pretty needless, and uh, it looks like um, uh, Jackson decided to really go for it there. He brought on uh, Dylan Wenzel Halls and and, uh, and Harry Steele uh, to add um, yeah, a little bit more impetus going forward, I suppose. Um, unfortunately for Steely, it was a little bit short lived. That was a bad tackle. <laughs> 
early shower. <laughs> How long did he last? Four minutes. Four minutes. Four minutes. It's got to be in the um, top so for four ten minutes. for shortest appearances in the yeah, league, surely. Yeah. Feel, so for four I minutes, we're on top of the tactics. I feel for Steely <laughs> as well, like because you could you could see there was no way that he thought this was a red card, right? He's, he's he is dragged back. I was about to say I missed it at the game until mm. I watched a replay, but he does right get front a bit of yeah. a tug from the Brisbane player, a fairly decent which tug. then would. Cause his studs to, to go, go up high, because when it, when he initially sort of goes in for it, his studs are down. It's lower, but then he gets a kick and he gets a tug at the same time. Yeah, and you know, by the letter of the law, is it a red? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm not a referee. I think he just gets a, a little doctor. little glancing one on him, but but there's no force on that again. It's the usual thing about you. You cannot see. He probably just gets a little glancing touch with the studs oh, as he get, goes by. Oh, he gets by. a touch. Yeah, but but not enough to, you know, have the little drama thing that goes on where everyone takes a nice little shot of the tiny little cut on the knee and all of that <laughs> crap that goes with it. So it couldn't have been too much. Yeah. He knew it. Steely knew it. The guy who pulled Steely back absolutely influences the angle of that tackle. Yeah. But if you're going to come in contact like that, and that's the rules of the game these days, which yeah. I think they're crap myself. But At the end of the day, if, if, if a stud is <coughs> going anywhere near the kneecap, you're gone. Yeah, you're going to. That's Fucking game's yeah. gone, man. Imagine the day, remember the days when you could kick players Maybe we could just head. kneecap anyone oh, that you wanted to. Well, you, no, I don't really <laughs> like that, but I at least don't like the ones like the Don't you didn't you play in like 1876 when it was... <laughs> me? Yeah. No, but I no, know someone No, Josh. They played, they played <laughs> seven <laughs> up front back in those days. <laughs> but, I, but I know someone who did. He played in the 17, 1800s. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he played for Malta. So shout uh, out, Preston, shout uh, out to Preston, Frank Carabot. Preston North End's unbeaten season. How was it, mate? Impressive? Uh, yeah, nah. It was it was a red card in the end. Yeah, I suppose. I guess whatever. Uh, <laughs> Three red cards in four games. Um, not uh, not exactly ideal in the uh, in the fair play standings this season. I don't think we're going to be winning anything. Don't think we were doing a bit of this last year, there. weren't we? Um, well, Caltech was making a good play. <laughs> I think Caltech was trying to get Nigel Bugar's record. Yeah, wasn't surely he? he was on two red cards by this time. Nine uh, or ten no, red cards. No, no. What did you get in the end? Was it three? Or was it two? It was the one against Sydney away. and One up, was, up here. There was one up here. Against Brisbane, maybe. Yeah. I two think it, maybe it was two or three, but, two. but he was making a good play early on mm, mm. with not being on the pitch. Um, disappointing result on the, whole, on the whole. Let's hope we can turn it around this weekend. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Look at this! Look at this! Look at it! 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 Looking across the A-League at other Liga things. Uh, today, the big news, of course, coming out from APL headquarters. Auckland away is a go for next season, baby. Let's fucking Let's do go. it. The, the main question of this is, do we have a new distance derby? <laughs> Well, yes, technically. Because Auckland think, is technically uh, further than Wellington. Yeah, yeah, and I think I posted the screenshot in our group chat earlier today yeah. where um, someone had posted exactly that on Twitter saying, yeah, well, that's going to be a new distance derby. And uh, Wellington swiftly rep- replied on Twitter saying, this is like that time when mum comes home with that younger sibling that you never asked for. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Wellington admin. Yeah, Wellington really admin. Good. Wellington really admin. He or she is very, very good. Everybody. To be fair, I think at this point the only thing that we can say really is, you know, Nick's out. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. 
That's what, no. At the moment, Nick's is my favourite away trip out of all of them. One New so Zealand Nick's, team. Nick's, That's it. Nick's still in. Sorry, Nick. Um, Auckland, no. Yeah, could could be uh, could be on the couch. My uh, next favourite away trip. Is it? Is it? Uh, I haven't actually read. I've, I've never been there, but I haven't yeah, read, in, read anything about this. Is it the Auckland team that plays in? The no, it's a brand no, new, it's a brand brand new, brand new franchise. So, yeah. so the, fellow, up, the yeah. fellow that owns it owns uh, Bournemouth Golden and Knights. Uh, uh, Golden Hockey Knights time. in the NHL. Um, who I, I think I'm, I don't follow NHL, but I believe they won the championship or something. Yeah, yep, yep. Defending Stanley Cup champs. Yeah, we did. Yep. So they've got <laughs> <more. laughs> been following your whole life. Big fan. Big fan. Big fan since Golden, 10 what seconds is it? ago. Golden State? <laughs> Golden State Knights. Isn't that the basketball? <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> big fan. Always, always love Always love the Golden Knights. We are big Vegas, so you can claim it. Weekly, very much an avid watcher. Who's your favourite player? Oh, uh, John. Smith. John McGinn? Yeah. <laughs> Great player. For Auckland. Yeah. <laughs> Scottish heritage. Yeah. I believe they uh, signed a really good goalkeeper <laughs> once. <laughs> goaltender. <laughs> goaltender. <laughs> I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. Aren't they called goaltenders? I think yeah. they just call them goalies. I don't know. Goalies, yeah. Um, no, it's weird. Peter Check plays in a league. I can't do ice hockey. I don't know why. Huh? Even though they literally punch each other in the face. Uh. I don't, I'm not interested. Anyway, sorry, I digress. <laughs> I thought it was because you fall down. It's slippery. Coast, oh, yeah. coast. I watched. Um, I watched a couple of uh, local league, like uh, pickup league games down at uh, down at Arana, mm-hmm. Actually, um, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. Not bad. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, yeah, a lot less violent than I was hoping for. Oh, okay. I lost, yeah. I lost disappointing. Pretty quickly. I was getting, I was getting interested <laughs> when you were. I was expecting big checks into the sideboards no. yeah. and no. you saw guys that can't skate and just constantly falling over and yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Got a couple of mates that actually play beer league as well on the coast. Shout out to uh, Mickey Frame and Cam Hackney as well, who's just started playing. Um, but um, yeah, very much looking forward to Auckland away. And uh, do you reckon be, they're going to do double headers? Be interesting to see. Well, no, because they're not going to have a women's team. No, uh, I mean, as in, we have Auckland away, and then next I, week we have Wellington. I was away. about to say they have to do that yeah. at some point. That mm. would be the ultimate be away. Awesome. Are we away doing this week? again? Staggering men and women's teams. Like, yeah, they're um, they're giving them an extra season to bring the the dub in. Yeah. Um, okay. But the staggering I mean, is staggering. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, 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 the next A League franchise is announced shortly as well. Because I really don't want to be going into season twenty four, twenty five with an uneven amount of teams. Fair. It's got to be yeah. Canberra. It's got to be. Yeah. yeah, surely. That has to be Canberra or Taz. Taz. Oh, I would love it to be well, Taz. No, but it can't be Gong because Gong have just been announced in the second division. Yeah, I, I would I would love it to be Taz, but I feel we'll like there's, there's too many issues in Tasmania around sport <sighs> at the moment, like with this whole AFL mm. thing, the new stadium, and, yeah. and they've got a good CEO in uh, Tony Bignana. Mm. Um, mm. is the football Taz CEO. So they've 100% got someone there that can definitely push it for the future, whether I think that's he's, now. I think he's actually said they're in no rush. Yeah, whether so. that's now, I don't think it's the case, which is unfortunate because I would love a Tazzy away. But oh, Hobart away and Auckland away. Yeah, right. Still, that I Canberra think, away would be good. Yeah, yeah. I think I, my guess, and this is a complete guess, would be either Canberra or second Brisbane team. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Suppose it it sort of depends in a way what happens with the national second division, which we'll talk about now as well. Mm. Um, the first eight teams have been announced for that. Um, none outside of New South Wales or Victoria just yet. Um, East Coast bias. <laughs> <laughs> well, Perth, uh, the Perth bid pulled out due to financial constraints. The Adelaide bids withdrew just because they wanted to wait, see what happened. Um, and word on the street. 
is that the football Queensland bids, uh, of which Sunshine Coast was the strongest bidder, um, withdrew because Football Queensland said, if you go into the national second tier, you will be dumped from uh, NBL Queensland completely. Football Queensland are total shambles mm. at the moment. Complete shambles. There was, a, there was a letter doing the rounds from Football Queensland um, lawyers on Twitter to the Sunshine Coast FC lawyers um, saying that, yeah, because you've gone this far in the process, you're going to be out of the MPL. Booted. Yeah, you're excluded sort of thing. Your yep. participation agreement doesn't extend this far. And, uh, get, and get rid of state federations. Mm, I wouldn't go that far. But, Please. Uh, <laughs> wipe them off the face of the planet. <laughs> so March 2025 start date for the national second tier. Some huge clubs in there, of course, Marconi and Apia, uh, Sydney Olympics, Sydney United. So they're your big sort of New South Wales rivalries. Wollongong Wolves, of course, as well in there. Avondale, South Melbourne. Who am I forgetting? Preston. Preston, of course. Macedonia. That's a left field one for me. I, 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 no, I think they are, they are the perfect choice. They're relatively well supported. They're very well supported. They, they were regularly getting two and a half, three thousand yeah, games. Not like 14,000 like they like to announce sometimes. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's going to be interesting. I think Avondale <laughs> are probably the most interesting sort of selection in that one for me. Because they don't mm. have quite the support of your South Melbourne, your Preston, your Wollongong, your Sydney Uniteds and, and teams like that. Um, but you know, the, the last season's Premier is down in, in MPL Vic. So. Mm. Interesting times. And mm. um, I mean, thank God there's no relegation right now. But <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't get that sort of quick. Yeah, I wouldn't expect uh, relegation for another 10 years at least. You know, 10? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I reckon it's a way off, mate. No way. Yeah. I, I reckon, reckon they'll, they'll We give can't it, even run the compass. They'll give it, it three. Three? No, nah, it's not coming that quick. We within, don't want football dead not, in three years. Not within years. three years from now. Within years, three years from the second league 20, starting. So 2028. Yeah. Oh, I mean the, it'll, the, be, it'll be like a one-up, one-down from a playoff sort of thing, I reckon. Yeah, I don't know. I think There's no expand, way they'll wait 10 years. There's no way these clubs... A, they've got to expand the second division to, to 16 teams, I reckon, before you can even look at that, make sure that the teams are financially sustainable, potentially even align it with the A-League because it's not even aligned. Well, that's that's the other dumb thing at the moment is mm. that it's going to be played the complete opposite mm -hmm. yeah, seasons. Which mm. yeah, But I, I think that there's no way these clubs have signed up to this and put in all this money and then gone, it's going to be 10 years before you can get in the A-League. Mm. Yeah, I reckon, that's a, I reckon that's a fairly realistic Surely timeline. not. Yeah. Well, we know that the A-League clubs have agreements that will last, so... Participation agreements, yeah. So, sort well, of. You know what You know what contracts are they like worth the paper they're written on? Australia. No, depends, no, 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 depends who's running the game. Look who's running the game now. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Is there an owl in here? <laughs> the, the, the clubs. <laughs> the clubs, baby. Yeah. So uh, I'll make sure to book a table at Club Marconi in 2035. Yeah, book it now. <laughs> Yeah, get in early. No, be mate, they'll be in the A League by then. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Champions, Paolo will be their coach. <laughs> <laughs> That's three. That's three already. I oh, know it's bad. Absolutely flying this week. Stop it. You can tell we had a week off. Moz just can't hold back with his Paolo shoutouts. <laughs> we love Paolo. <laughs> well, well, well. come on, Paolo. I was genuine. Uh, of course, the uh, the national second tier will be part of the new broadcast deal, which is being negotiated for 2025 as well. So interesting to see where Football Australia goes with that one. We'll new on broadcast deal. Do we have a broadcast deal right now that is anything other than holds water like a... We have a broadcast deal, yes. I'll tell you what, if, if they manage to get 
the way things are tracking, mm. if they manage to get more money from the next broadcast deal, that person deserves 50 pay rises. <laughs> well, because president of the world. <laughs> I'm, 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 I mean, it's got to be a hard sell at the moment. Well, with some of the viewership numbers and, and you know, we've, yes, poor amount, uh, very poo. We've put, we've put, <laughs> we, we have put up with a fair bit of shit from them, mm. but. I mean, that's, a, that's a hard we sell. Have, we have put in the hard yards, lowering expectations. Yeah. Mm. And it's yeah. now we don't even expect to get a broadcast that hangs together without lagging constantly. Um, <laughs> so just make it accessible, honestly. It does. Seem and it's to not even in HD. Did I, I don't think I've... No, it is HD. It's not did, 4K. But I, isn't it, don't you have to sign up to some extra thing to get HD no, in Paramount to, now? to get 4K. They put something out the other day about how there's two different tiers. Yeah, or that is yeah, right. So the platinum tier is where you get 4K, but you don't get 4K with sports, only movies and shows. <laughs> Apparently sports is only HD. It's always a way for them to screw you. And it's probably <laughs> HD 720, not even 1080. I thought <laughs> what it was that was that you had to pay extra for 1080 because we get served up that 720 version of HD. Um but we had 108 when we were Fox customers, didn't we? So mm. I thought that's oh, what yeah. you could pay yeah. for now. I didn't realise there was a 4K option. Um, not for sport. It's imagine, only for movies. Imagine the lag on that. Yeah, it's not for sport. It's only for <laughs> oh, movies. Oh, that's lucky. Yeah. Then you, surely you don't get lag right. on a stream. Like they have the infrastructure for 4K sport. Just make it fucking simple. Yeah, exactly. Christ. Um, anyway, before this descends into complete and utter farce, let's move along. That ship sailed. <laughs> it hadn't already. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rambling. Well, in a bit of uh, positive news for the week, uh, up the girls, up the dub, your Mariners women getting their first three points of the season at home against a uh, fairly strong Wellington outfit. Uh, local girl done good, Annalise Rasmussen. Razzie, been at the academy since she was 11 years old, getting the sole goal of the game there. Um, decent showing from the girls. Mon the girls. Mon the girls. Impressive. Only a bit of, only a bit of bloody positivity <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, and it was positive positivity. It was very, very good. It was Ooh. a decent game too. Decent, yeah. decent. I, what was the crowd? Uh, one six. One, yeah, one, yeah, just shy of 1,700. That's not bad. I mean, considering yeah, right. the, the 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 questions that have been asked, and I don't really want to get into it about you know only opening the the Eastern Stand and things like that because I know the club are looking at their options there. Um, a lot of the kickoffs are going to be later, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll come back to that another time. Yeah, um, that's got to be fixed though, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, seventeen hundred is still one of the, the the highest sort of turnouts that we've had um, across the league. Uh, for uh, for the W League there, so and I, I think what the before the Brisbane game they announced three or something was was in yes. for that yeah three three, yeah. three, I, think, three. I think that's good I mean that shows that there's definitely an appetite there Massively. I think the hard thing is and like I couldn't make the women's game and and the, the hard thing for a lot of people is that asking people to go to a standalone game at the same time as the men's as this new thing it's it's a lot of work to support both mm. <laughs> so I think. It show, the the crowd that we get in for the double headers shows there's 100 percent an appetite, yeah. but we got to make the standalones more accessible or, or yeah. more more enticing. There's ways we can do that, like mm -hmm. we just sort of said. But there's a few other things as well I think we could do. But it's it's hard to support both. But I think that's a good, you know, that's a decent number. Yeah, if you're emotionally invested in one and you you're really feeling the pinch, imagine being emotionally invested in two. In two, yeah. 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 <laughs> Which I mean, right now would be a good time to be emotionally invested in 
the girls because they're playing pretty <laughs> they're well. well. They're, they're going all right. Well. Ergamal looks a uh, looks a signing up top there. The, How uh, the number good. Nine. Yeah. The yeah. goal we scored too was quality. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Quality. One rapid, end, rapid One counter. into the other. Yeah. Um, shades, not, of, shades of Monty ball. It was a bit. I'm not 100% sure who got the ball off. Is it Macy Fraser, the Wellington, yep. the young Wellington girl who's who's kind of a bit of a prodigy? Isn't it Gomez? She did the hard work. So yeah. go, Gomez, yeah, Gomez won the ball. Uh, Robbed her with the ball, did the turn. Found Ergamol. Nice yeah. ball out wide. Nice Great assist. wing play from Ergamol. Just slows things down in that moment. Yeah. Waits and uh, and Rasmussen is coming. Yeah, super and sub. It's going to happen. Late, yes. Late, late, yeah. Also uh, a good run too. She buddy busted Great her run. gut from, yeah. Yeah. Oh. nearly from halfway onwards. Yeah. She knew yeah. what she was doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Stretched the legs there and just went for it straight. Uh, late run into the middle and and what a finish! Plenty of conviction on that finish. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We've seen her do that so many times for the academy. Normally about thirty yards out, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> this one a little bit closer. Uh, but uh, took it with a plum. Um, and what we're 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 about mid table now fifth. with kind of a game in hand. It yeah, seems to be the, the guys in front of us that all, all played five. We played four. Yeah, for some reason, yeah. Gone, gone up to fifth. So yeah, we've got uh, the game in hand. I think against uh, Wanderers potentially, maybe Sydney. Um, yeah, I'll come back to you on that. You I hit on our it though, next Pete. game's victory away. Correct, victory yep. away on Sunday this week. You hit on it though, Pete Ergamel, our our Chinese international, mm. superb, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah, made that, some good signings. That is too. a great signing. Yeah, yeah. No, she's just hit the ground running and mm. doing everything quite beautifully. Looked looked really good in that first game against Adelaide as well. Yep. Look, I know we're going back a few weeks. Great here, finish but some there. Of it, too. Some of her touch, that first touch for the finish, beautiful, absolutely stuff. fantastic. Yep. I'm really enjoying watching watching her play and watching um, watching Razzie get minutes there as well. I'm hoping Sophie Nanadovic gets some minutes soon as well. She was another favourite uh, from the academy and uh, and she's some player. But we've got so many players to come in as well. Yeah. Casey Dumont, Dumont. Uh, I was going to say, that's the place where the, it's going to mm. get interesting because the keeper, Maybon? Newbon. Newbon. She's been playing well. Unreal. Yeah, yeah. injury so, replacement signing at the last yeah. minute comes in with, you know, a day's notice and uh, has absolutely been killing it. Yes, and I admit my lack of knowledge around who is good here, but um, the Melbourne Victory keeper is good. Casey Dumont was Very one of the best good. in the league yes. last season. And so there's a bit of a fight on there for a position. I love that. And Kai Simon, was she named in the squad but then not in the match day? Or yeah. is she, she kind of close? She's getting closer. Um, yeah, she's still... She, Still a little bit away, but I think she's she's hoping for a December return. Yeah, but there's, I think there's probably a bit of realistically depth maybe a little bit more late December or early January. But yeah, Kai Simon to return. Oh. Fans are keen. Good depth. <laughs> Good depth. Plenty of questions being asked. Well, I mean, there. she might find a might find a bit of might find it a little bit tough trying to get back into the side as well with Ergamol doing Ergamol things. Well, yeah. I mean, not you can't take worse, her out. Put it that way. Worse, uh, worse people to bring off the bench. Yeah. So. Yeah, you got uh, Rolla Batawea, who's um, um, yeah, she's been she's been okay, I think. Um, Fantastic name, by the way. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anyone's pronouncing it correctly, but it sounds unreal. Except for Pete. Yeah, oh. I'll go with Pete's pronunciation for sure. Uh, there's some players in the squad, of course, Trimus Gomez, Garlic as well, um, and uh, and Faye Bryson as well. Uh, the the left back who came off the bench uh, on the weekend. She's she's absolutely fantastic, fantastic leader in the squad as well. Of course, our next two games for the girls are away Sunday afternoon, 2 o'clock kickoff against uh, Vuck, and then Friday night away to Western Sydney Wanderers on the 8th of December. Can the girls get rid of the Melbourne curse? Oh, imagine. Imagine if it's them that do it. Yeah.
You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. You boys come up with a good question. It is, of course, that time of the week where we answer your questions. And thank you all so much for all your submissions across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the ccmfans.net forum, especially some of the essays that we received on Facebook. Thanks, Johnny Needham. Uh, we'll come to you in just a moment. Um, starting this week with Jeremy Lumbee. Jeremy wants to get our thoughts on the communications coming from uh, from Rich. Are they actually a good thing, or do we think that he's feeling the heat from the coaching appointment? Do we think he's still 100% committed? Hmm. How big is the can of worms? We want to open here. <laughs> um, there's transparency, and then there's sounding desperate and a bit... Uh, you know, back up against the wall, feeling the pressure, like you said, Jeremy. Um, and but you know, I mean, credit to him, he's put his name against the the decision mm. to hire Mark, um, and put that out there pretty clearly. But yeah, it's 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 a bit like this uh, podcast. It's a rambling, and there's <laughs> yeah, I. I don't know if the best way to get, you know, new sponsors and, and new investors on board is to put out there to the public uh, that we're kind of struggling in a way or he's struggling when, you know, he's, he's been pretty open about the amounts that he's putting in per week allegedly. And if you're putting out there that that amount per week is still not helping or doing anything, what's that telling other investors or other other people that are willing to part with their with their money. Did he um, underestimate how much money he was going to put in to the club when he agreed maybe. to do it? I think anyone maybe. that I yeah. think anyone that gets into owning a football club underestimates how much they're going to be putting in um, because for for a couple of reasons, a because all football clubs are a money pit, mm. but b they're also in some ways a bit of a labor of love, right? You know mm. you. You get more and more emotionally invested. You get more and more financially invested. You don't make money in football. I don't know. I, I would anyway. You know, if I ever won eighty million in Powerball, sort of thing, I would be broke pretty quickly <laughs> <laughs> from the amount of money that I'd probably tip into this place. So yeah, yeah. I mean, the the sentence or the paragraph in here that I think raises massive alarm bells is the whole. Unfortunately, despite spending. A substantial sum on advisors, retainers, and marketing so far. I have not been able to to find an investor to join me to form a long term partnership committed to youth development and keeping the club on the coast. I think it's interestingly worded uh, because a lot of, a lot of people um, saw that as as maybe a bit of a, maybe a threat a threat in some ways to say uh, I see it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you say 100%. that? Hundred percent. How else would you? That to me, it? that to me, pretty clearly says if he doesn't find an investor to help him, mm. he's out. Within the three years or whatever the agreement is that he has with Mike Charlesworth, mm. this, this whole time frame that they've got between them to make this work or become viable, he's 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 now said the. My understanding wasn't. I'm happy to be. I'm, I'm happy to be corrected. My understanding was that he was going to be the one that would be putting in money for. Mm the time period and then if it didn't work then they would reevaluate. I think I think he always said that he was going to be looking for additional investors though okay, as well yeah, in fairness but that that to me says if he can't find that mm. he's out and then what 
Mm. I'm sure we'll get some clarity on that from from Rich as well because I know he listens to the show. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm. But was was that not the chance to be clear? Yeah, <laughs> like. You're communicating. You, you, he's being open about I, a lot of things. So, so a lot of people have seen it the way that you've seen it. A lot of other people have sort of seen it as in I'm really trying hard to find additional investment but I'm struggling um, mm. with these sort of key principles. All the other investors that I've spoken to want to move the club away from the coast is the way that a lot of other people have seen it as yeah, well. Yeah, and that's a fair way to see it. Yeah, mm. I, I can see how but people think, see it like I that. I think, yeah. you know, a lot of people are sort of once bitten, twice shy. You know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Sort of thing. Uh, for me three times, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see that as being an accident, though. Like we've we have been down this path enough times, and Rich must know that that any mention of the idea of us not being on the central coast causes a certain reaction from Mariners fans. End of story. Doesn't matter what the context, background. We went through all of that with Charlesworth, and and I also find it hard to believe that it's an accident or a coincidence that that is mentioned in that way. It's, it has, and this isn't his first time, always been a little bit of a threat um, there. To me, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's kind of a cop-out because if it gets to the point where we fold, the club moves or whatever, it's whoever owns the club, whether it's him or Charlesworth or some other person that will eventually come in, whether it's in five years or in 50 years, mm. it's kind of a cop-out for me because then they can go back and say, well, I asked people to rock up and no one rocked up. Mm. But aren't you just asking? It puts the, the pressure back on the fans for exactly. me, which I, I don't like that. Me either, because that that email is directed specifically at people who are already rusted. These yeah, this is our yeah, member yeah. email, so mm, the only exactly. people who are reading this is people who already are making their contributions. Yeah. I'm already us, doing my shit. Some of us multifold. Mm. So this threat that exists there, and it's not the first time he said it, that he might take that away from us is being directed at a bunch of people who he knows what the action to that would be now maybe he thinks what we're all going to do is get out there in the community and you know solve that problem of getting coasties behind or whatever it is but i'm not to me we've shown some signs of uh, improving our interest in um our team we, we had a sellout game last year he can say what he likes about the success or otherwise of last year's finances, but we couldn't have done much more on the pitch or in the stands to prove that on the coast, to be honest. So back to the conversation earlier, it's sort of incumbent on him, whether he likes it or not, now to um, make a success after we've won the championship, if that's what the expectation that's been um, generated there is. So, you know, telling us how poor that is for him is not something that I just I just don't understand what the point of the exercise is um, especially such a long-winded one we've had some long rambles from Mike Charlesworth hello Mike but (laughs) (laughs) but this one takes the cake for length and um, and yeah I just don't get this just don't get this mentality where you can tell the fans who yes do get frustrated about the idea that our Central Coast Club would be taken somewhere else keep mentioning it really yeah, I'm, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm. If he's looking, if he's looking for sympathy, he's not getting it from me. Or me? No. <laughs> I Sorry. don't think there will be many people giving much uh, sympathy cards out. He's been pretty. That. He's been pretty clear in the past that um, APL wouldn't allow him to move the license, even if he wanted to. So I don't think that's on the table. APL are not going to pass up a chance for a twenty-five million dollar investment from someone else looking to buy a license in the A League. Yeah. Like and in Canberra, like in Auckland. So you're not just going to relocate this license. Yeah. At the end of the day, I know it's us, mm. but if they haven't moved Newcastle after 
They won't move. Three, them. Three, they won't move them. They'll fold them. Three. Yeah. It, hmm. It'll be. It'll be either survive or fold. It no. won't. It won't be bloody Canberra Mariners. If, if, if Newcastle don't get known by the end of this season, they're gone. Yeah. 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 And but why? So they've given Newcastle three years or whatever it's well, been Sydney, to be owned Sydney by won't four fund clubs anymore. Scott Barlow's <laughs> selling off a bunch. Nor of should assets. they. They shouldn't um, have bloody funded them from the start. No, it's ridiculous. No, no, no. How, how can you have a club but, in the league being funded by other clubs? Yeah, but that was the APL's remit. You know, if any if anyone's struggling, we're going to fund them, and then all the other clubs, were, or a whole bunch of clubs, are like, <laughs> no. Yeah, because there's no conflicts of interest there at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we saw it with some interesting sort of loan deals going backwards and forwards between them and the Wanderers. And mm. Hmm, anyway, that's a whole other kettle of fish. Anyway, there's been a lot of change and uh, hopefully the email is, you know, totally innocent. But for me, the need to mention um, the thing that Mariners fans fear the most, the idea the team might not be here, don't get it, we'll never get it, um, stop doing it, please. Uh, <laughs> we, we don't need that. Um, alluding to the idea that uh, there is a commercial proposition somewhere else that would be so sound, sounds like BS. Um, because I don't think too many of the other A-League clubs are making a lot of money at the moment. So not sure I buy into the idea that, you know, there is a commercial arrangement that can happen somewhere else. So back to the beginning again, still not seeing why, why, what the point of the email is. But cheerio. Scotty McGee on Facebook. Scotty says... If we are going to be actively looking to bring in some more depth up top come January, realistically, who would be a good option or who would you like to make a play for? Jason Cummings. Messi? Uh, <laughs> is this like anyone's available? A little or? bit more than maybe what we What do you mean afford? he wants money? He doesn't need money. Um, no. <laughs> I don't know. Good question off the top of my head. I know I, I've probably named a couple, but I, there's there's a couple that for me are on the chopping block for us mm. that should be out the door in January. Absolutely. Mm. Oh, they'll definitely, yeah. I think there'll be some player movements both out and in yeah. in January. There's no doubt of that. Um, who would I like up top? I don't know. I didn't mind the look of that um, young Brisbane striker. Waddingham. Yeah. <laughs> young, yeah. Our, right up our alley, style-wise. Yeah, he's not leaving Brizzy. Luke, no, of course not. No. But, but the question still... I think uh, a bit of that depends <laughs> as to a bit of that depends as to how good um, how good Allo comes between now and then as well. You know, if he starts banging goals, winning games between now and then, you know, you've probably you've got your two starting strikers in in Allo and Tulio. Um, in saying that, you know, imagine if the cum dog did decide, shit, I missed the coast. I want to go home, king of the coast, king of the coast. La la la. And um, you had a front three of or, or front two of Allo and cum dog and Tulio in behind. What a night out that would be. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds pretty good. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> uh, Johnny Needham has written us a three and a half thousand word essay <laughs> this week, uh, and he has already given us permission to uh, to summarise it for him. Thank you very much, Johnny. Johnny says, firstly, lads, your musical choices on my question last week uh, were absolutely top notch. Big respect. Thank you, Johnny. Means a lot coming from uh, such a musical god such as yourself, of course. 
I can't believe I said something intelligent about music. I'll have to, I'll have to go back and look at that. <laughs> you said Frank Sinatra and B.B. <laughs> King, um, which no diss, man. That's, uh, that's all right. Beethoven. Or, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, in my era. <laughs> Shop in, yeah. Johnny says he's a little lost on how to feel about the club right now. Uh, totally understand that it's early, early days for Mark and the new guys. Um, but everything sort of feels like it's falling apart. Let's call a spade a spade. He remembers us saying something along the lines of it's not a point for concern if we get to week four or so without a win, then it's concerning. Well, here we are, four games, four losses. I know what type of club we are, but doesn't every club, person, band, company, industry, anything and everything in between have to evolve? We're seeing deja vu of 10 years ago. That's not evolution in my eyes. It's the exact same scenario. Football fans in Australia and on the coast are oh so fickle. How and why, regardless of the type of club that we are, can't the bosses see what's going on? Um, Johnny, of course, totally appreciates that he doesn't own or run the club. But uh, for him, after seeing the crowds growing last year and the absolute vibes that the club created, especially in the final series... How did we not double down and try something different? Spend the coin, get some names in, create a football culture on the coast that people really want to connect with and not only bring the fans back, but bring new ones in and keep them here. Uh, A second successful season in a row would have helped that massively. Maybe it's a little too early. Maybe he's once bitten, twice shy. But it looks like an absolute shit show from where Johnny is sitting. Um, That was the best I could do to summarise it. It was almost uh, word for word, but... (laughs) That was good. Was rant? A yeah. bit of a soliloquy. Yeah. No, <laughs> I think good um, Johnny, good rant. Yeah, good I'd, rant. I'd, I'd like to say you were right before about how I nearly bloody copied his uh, question almost word for word, <laughs> which I genuinely, I promise, I did not read that earlier. You so, you know, great minds and all that. Yeah. Um, we've also had once bitten, twice I said twice on the podcast. We have once now, in his yeah. question and you said it before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, yeah, I, I think I said it. Before I genuinely agree, I'm 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 a bit the same. I'm I'm a bit. I don't really know how to feel about the place at the moment, yeah. which is which is quite odd. I think we yeah. I hope we addressed it reasonably well without <laughs> intending to earlier in mm. the show as well. You know, as I said, I am willing to give it to to sort of round six before I start hitting that button. Um, but um, next the, this weekend is yeah. just <laughs> oh so oh so huge for me. Yeah, and I I think I did say I was expecting a relatively slow start, but not mm. a. Not none and four or none and five. Oh, and four. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I get the whole feeling of deja vu all over again mm. uh, from, from 10 years ago. I I get it. Man, I really do. In saying that, I think we've recruited a shitload better than what we did 10 years ago. Um, you know, for once, we actually spent money on a player in Allo uh, for the first time that I can recall ever spending a transfer fee on, mm. on a player. Um, you know, we, we doubled... Tulio's salary to keep him here essentially um, were there big names that we could have bought in maybe is that the kind of player that Monty was ever going to bring in though no did we know that Monty was going to leave so close to the start of the season no football's an evolving evolving game it's not static it moves so fucking quickly you know a week is such a long time in football and the way that preseason played out I don't think any of us could have seen it going the way that it did mm. so yeah. it's it's tough Right, isn't it? I'm sticking with optimism for now, though. Yep. 
stick to the optimism because actually you are our chief ago, optimist. Yes, so. I am optometrist. <laughs> <laughs> he says that swinging, swinging his glasses, 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 swinging glasses, glasses, glasses. glasses. <laughs> No, because because actually we weren't that bad uh, ten years ago. We were pretty good. We uh, were equal second, if I remember rightly, in that premiership. Shout out Mossy. <laughs> there were signs. There were some signs, but we ran second in that um, 2014. Um, year did we not third third I'm pretty sure yeah ah yes third we were equal uh, but were third on goal difference when was Lost uh, to, um, how many games did Mossy actually take charge of that that season because Graham oh, Arnold was in charge season? for for the first half of the season first, at least well I thought it was seemed to be, I'm just guessing but I was thinking it was like six or seven games okay maybe maybe it was earlier yeah, actually from memory I think he might have gone in December yeah yeah I'll come back so, to that. But yeah, we so maybe that means that we're just going to have this, you know, really crappy blip, and then we're going to start getting good. Mossy also inherited essentially a championship-winning side from from Arnie when he came in. You know, not a side that had been totally decimated by player sales. You know, half our starting eleven from the grand final, all of our goal scorers gone. You know, it's a, it is a bit of a different situation, while at the same time being deja vu all over again. Well, it's certainly deja vu that we're heading towards the bottom, which we weren't we were <laughs> we doing. Did, well, and I we mean, did do fairly forcefully yeah. we the didn't following know, year. We didn't know how good we had it. In Mossy's no. first full season in charge, we finished eighth out of ten. We didn't know what was to come. Mm. We were calling for his head. You know, he plays shit, dour, boring football. We didn't give him enough of a chance. <laughs> well, <laughs> so we Moss in. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> Moss in. <laughs> we asked him to come back when we saw yep. him at Sydney that time. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, be careful what you wish for. I think is, yes. is the moral of the story in some yeah. ways there. But um, we've got to be careful that we uh, we don't the... go sinking so far down towards exactly. the spoon. I have no problem early. with a bit of sink, but the level of sink cannot be sunk. That's the nice. little bit well of optimist played. in me is if we point, win though. the derby, you like that? things start to turn around. Well, that's so true. If, it's, if we, it's, it's so fickle. easy for things to be well, so well, different. Like, for instance, imagine if uh, young Wilson gets that header mm. late in the game yeah, yeah, on the yeah, weekend. Should have. Should have. Should have. Should have. And if he does, then all of a sudden Luke is the best judge of a player <laughs> on earth um, since Benny. Perfect. And what's and, the adage? And Game we, of inches. We didn't lose exactly. Although it was more than inches that missed. Uh, true, true. Moving to Mason Lunny on Facebook. Mason says, "May I say, lads, I am loving the consistency of the podcast so far this season." Thanks, Mason. Loving the consistency of your commenting as well. Um, Pete, mates, may I say your hair looked good in Perth. I was wearing a hat, so that's uh, strange. <laughs> you follow me back to the hotel and uh, that was interesting. <laughs> Don't you sleep in that hat? No, but oh, I mean, like, okay, I took yeah. my hat off when I went to bed. So that's yeah. the only time that anyone would have seen my hair. I don't know, oh. Maybe I went to a pub with my hat off. Maybe I lost my hat. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, um, maybe things were going on that you don't know about. I did drunkenly ride a scooter back to the hotel, actually, and it would have probably taken me... 15 minutes at best to walk. Uh, it took me about 35 minutes on the scooter. Sounds familiar. If Crime Stoppers are listening, that was a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I was sober. In the dream? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Your Honour. Was, uh, was that with a stop with the, at the kebab shop as well? Uh, no, I parked the scooter before I went to the kebab shop. I went back to the hotel room, realised there was a kebab shop across the street, got a kebab and went back to the hotel room. Responsible kebabbing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, yeah. Um, I'm not angry. Uh, as for you other lot, I'm not angry. I'm just upset that I couldn't compliment your guy's hair also. I like Mason. I haven't met him, but I want to meet him. <laughs> it's a good lad. He was there with his old man. Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, good chat. 
Turning a bit serious um, with Eric Ponson. Um, shout out to Eric. I hope you're doing well, mate. It's uh, been a little while since we've heard from you and a good friend of the show, of course. Um, Eric says, hi, fellas. Darkish Times calls for a dark question. This may be from left field, but having had a rather life-threatening illness and getting older, my thoughts have drifted to supporting the Mariners post-death. In all seriousness, my last will and testament, I would wish to be buried or cremated with my Mariners jersey on, with a portion of my will being given to the club. My questions are, am I alone with my dark thoughts, or have members of the panel ever thought about this? Could the idea of starting a Mariners legacy fund work, and could it bring potential millions to the club? Uh, it could even bring a smile to the faces of those taking their last gasp, knowing they have eternal membership. Uh, please pass this idea to Sean if you think it could work. Interesting. Eternal membership. I've never Sounds thought about any of this. Gas. This is interesting. I, low key, I have. Um, wouldn't hate my ashes being being sprinkled somewhere like in front of A16, uh, but the rest of my ashes are being kept in the grand announcers box in an urn 100%. Come and fucking haunt you. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that is a real proper fan right there. I want to be cremated or buried with my Mariners jersey. That's mm. pro- proper, proper, proper fan. I love it. So, Josh, oh, yeah, you, you haven't I'm thought about it. Have you guys? I've, th- I've never thought about something like this. No. Yeah, I'm. I'm I. I think I, I have thought about the whole ashes mm. spread thing, like in, like maybe, like in Brisbane Water. Like, spread it on the palm trees. Like in front of the. In front of the palm trees. In front of the, the stadium. The no, I, I, I feel like in the stadium. Put it inside the sauce bottle. In, <laughs> in, <laughs> in the stadium is a what about bit. The ashes. Is a bit weird, maybe. In the stadium yeah. is a bit weird where other people are. I don't know. I think I think I just know. on that on that bit, but between the advertising hoardings and, and base sixteen in the warm up area. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, then you got like you know you got bloody people s- stepping on you for bloody all eternity. But, ah, yeah. Um, it's until happened, they it's yeah, happened through my life, so why not, why not have it in death? <laughs> somewhere in the general vicinity, um, I think I have actually yeah thought about um, mm. being buried with a jersey. Sounds sounds like that's hardcore. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. It's that that's actually you know what. A follow-up question for you, Eric. What jersey? Oh, that's the problem. Yeah. So, what what kit are you going with? Yeah, that right hopefully, hopefully, plenty more kits between now and when the time comes. But <laughs> I was going to say because you know I want to hand quite a number of my kits down to my eventual kids, yeah. and, and their kids, and so on and so forth. Yeah. yeah. So to so to date with kits that we've made, what kit are you going down with? Mm. 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 I've got around the music. My wife and I have talked about the music okay. and the music may relate. Could the idea of starting a Mariners legacy fund work? This was something I hadn't thought about actually. I feel a lot of sporting teams overseas have things like this, so I think it's a good it's idea. A decent shout. I'm yeah. not giving any of my money to the club. <laughs> <laughs> any more than what you already have. Exactly. <laughs> I've already pumped investment. In. But you don't need it when you're six feet under. Come on. <laughs> yeah. 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 You yeah. can't spend it. Can't take it with you. Yeah. Yeah, good shout. Um, also, just a quick shout out here to, to Ryan Bryce, uh, who did lose his old man just over a month ago as well. Um, really hope you're doing all right, man, and, and big uh, big shout out to you and yours, mate. Um, much love. Dean Payne wants to know what's happened to Trent Millard and when will King Jing Reese get a go? Uh, thought he looked all right in preseason. I know that uh, Millard came in uh, in preseason, did cop a bit of an injury, has been back in training though with the boys. Um, is is only on a scholar deal as well, um, so there are, there is a, a bit um, bit ahead of him to get through, but. Um, could potentially look to get time in the NPL this season, maybe. Um, not sure how far away he is from first team just yet. 
as for as for Jing, um, not too sure. We've seen he's a little been, bit of him. Yeah, seen a little bit, but he he hasn't kind of vanished the last last couple of games, has he? No. Um, I know that um, when he came into the side, you know, he's played primarily as a striker most of his life, and I think I said in the in the preseason that they were uh, looking at utilising him more out wide. Um, whether that's still the case, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure, but yeah, hopefully he gets a go. We had him as the nine in that game against those Park footballers, didn't we? I think we did. He came on as a late uh, substitute in that, didn't he? The pub um, team? Yeah. No, not MacArthur. Didn't, didn't not <laughs> that uh, Filipino team. Didn't he come on late in that game? Oh, he might have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had 12 on the bench that day, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, legitimately I th- had 12 on the bench, yeah. I think we have to see him. Mm. But mm. we've got to use all our options. Yep, yep. I'd like to see him as well. Yeah, I think you're right. He did come on late in that game as well. Um, I think he gives us a bit of a different dynamic up top. He's, uh, he's bulked mm. up big time as well. And yeah, it'd be interesting to see uh, if he does get a bit of a run. Should he be getting Wenzel Halls' minutes? Yes. Yes. There you go. Um, Dave Bloom. Uh, shout out, Bloomy. Who would win in a charity boxing matchup between Sean Millicamp or Dan Chaloner? Fellas, your thoughts? I would like to see it. Um, <laughs> Who's your money on? If you got, you got, you got to you got to take a side here. It's a tough I want one. To, and I want to know, is it uh, KO, TKO or, uh, or points? Does it go to the distance? I mean, if we're talking about boxing styles, I feel like Sean would be a bit more calculated, a bit more measured, you know, would bob and weave and then get a sort of a feel for it and then, you know, stick and move, shot. stick and move. I yeah. feel like Dan has that knockout shot in him though. 100% knockout power but much more sporadic. Just haymakers. Like just, just haymakers, swinging, yeah. going, for, going for the bloody fences. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go Dan just for pure knockout power, just I think. Power, and just, yeah, right. If he lands one of the hundred that he throws. Does he get tired after a while, after throwing like <laughs> yeah. a game? Does cardio come into it? After yeah. about 15 seconds. No, I think that we're missing an opportunity to have this, you know, match-up happening. Half-time entertainment. Half-time entertainment. <laughs> wearing those those clear plastic inflatables. Well, Bloomy, Bloomy's actually suggested this as a uh, as a standalone event during the next international break at the stadium <laughs> under lights with That's yours truly as referee. That's fair. Um, so What's the undercard going to be? <laughs> Um, uh, UV Moz, actually. Uh, I've already cleaned it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I, was, I was about to say Pete and Warren Moon if he's not referring. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. That's pa- uh, Paolo that's, versus Harry. That's, that's two <laughs> hits. That's Paolo two hits. Me, me, that's hit gonna be on the me hitting Moon and Moon hitting the floor. That's two. That's done. Paolo Easy. versus Harry. Paolo imagine, versus Harry. Imagine the jackets they'd come out with. <laughs> Is that five Paolo shout-outs we've had already? Jesus Christ. Um, Sean Millican's already Paolo started the show. trash talk here as well, saying Dan has just said that he would be shit scared of me and would just run around like a headless chook. My See, money Sean's on, on my me. Sean, yeah. uh, Sean's on himself. Mm, yep. Sean's on himself. <laughs> so um, anyone from Sportsbet, TAB, uh, any bookies, if you're listening, if you can start getting those odds drawn up. Uh, Industry Group Stadium, if you can uh, reserve a free weekend, this is happening. Lee Henry on Facebook wants to know, where's my podcast? It's here. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, Cameron Smith on Twitter. I know it's still early, but will we regret not choosing Talley or Ben Khan? Hmm. Look, I think everyone everyone knows what we think of Ben Khan, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think we might regret not choosing him, not necessarily just for his 
coaching now. But the fact that he's been appointed head of academy at mm. Brisbane, I think over the next mm. several years, you're going to see, you know, some pretty serious emerging talent coming from there. Yeah, and great to see, uh, you know, Talley get his overseas move. <laughs> I mean, technically. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. You know, apparently that was lined up for the end of the season anyway. Um, I mean, Tello, he would, would have surely been sitting there if I. Who knows whether he tried to get a, you know, went for a gig overseas or not. He had a contract in, job with uh, the Young Socceroos, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he would have been sitting around going, "If Sydney get a bad start, I am in." He's a grim reaper, <laughs> like looking over yeah, Corica's shoulder, he just waiting with his hands, like yes. Yeah. Um, I I didn't want Tello here anyway. In fairness. Was it ever a possibility? I'm not a big fan yep. of him. Pers- like, he just annoys Look, me I on think the sideline. Yeah, he it, seems like a pretty good coach, but he just annoys yeah, me on the sideline. He would have done a job as, as head coach, of course, yeah. but yeah, personality-wise, I just find him a bit grating. Yeah, yeah I don't know. And in fit. fairness, I don't know the bloke that well compared to a lot of other coaches. But Although, yeah. I will give him, he did yell at Steve Corica on the sideline yeah, last season. Yeah, that that was, was so I'll side give side him side that yeah. as a bit of uh, yeah, some... Yeah, he's a nice enough sort of a fella though. I don't know about as a coach. Like he sat up in Bay Forty a few times doing scout work. Must have been during the Arnie times, I reckon. Mm. Um, and sat in the row in front of us, and he was quite a nice fella actually. Right, are you brown nose? <laughs> well, Jeez, no, he was just Winding actually the interview for twenty twenty six. But 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 I still we could never have afforded him. Nah, no, I could never word, feel word like on we the could street, have afforded him. Word on the street is he wanted um, more than what we offered Monty to stay, or about mm. that same sort of ballpark. Which sounds yeah, it's, sounds it was likely. quite a substantial amount. What I we mean, offered Monty. yeah, I mean, you look at what he achieved with Wellington, but during COVID and all that, all those sort of hard no, times, it's like well, that, he's yeah. he's he's earned the right to probably put a high price tag on his head. Yeah, probably not <laughs> as high as what he was asking. In fairness, oh, okay. I yeah. don't think though that we've ever been that. You know, see a coach there, pretty successful. We bring him here though. When mm. have we ever done that? Every coach we've ever bought here, including Arnie, was an experiment. Mm. <laughs> some fucking failed experiments. We've had some decent <laughs> experiments as well. <laughs> Someone to buy some new beakers. They're, they're just all... <laughs> experiments are blowing up. <laughs> uh, moving over to Instagram where Warren Menier says, do you think our woes are just a case of us not taking our chances, which we've had plenty of? I mean, kind of. That's fair. But yeah. it's deeper yeah, than it's that, I think. Yeah, it's one one ball back as well. We need mm. some better service. <laughs> this one, Dylan Payne uh, on Instagram wants to know if you guys got a dollar for every step over that Theo Harris did, how many dollars would you have? Yes, eleventy million. <laughs> Can't count enough I, for one pint in Perth. Count. <laughs> enough, <laughs> enough for Richard to be happy and not have to send emails. <laughs> You'd probably uh, fund my away trips for the next couple of years. Should have stepped uh, over that bloke in the box the other day. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, one time he doesn't. Step it seems over. like it seems like he's it's sort of he's always had them in his locker. He loves a lollipop step over, but <laughs> it seems like he's quadrupled the amount that he's doing this. I don't know if it's just me. It's simply too many. <laughs> it's, it's simply work, too many. It's working on defenders. Yeah, he's been turning a few of them inside out, yeah. but. Then I don't know. So he's turned himself out lose, inside lose out a couple of times. Ball, like, Made yeah, himself dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alexander V ninety one on Instagram wants to know: Mark Jackson in or out? No sitting on the fence. Yep. Oof. Early. Oh. We said no sitting on the fence. Yeah. Do what he says. Yeah. Okay. Out if we lose on the weekend. Getting a few spikes. Or is that on the fence? Getting a few spikes, but in. I no. Sit. Hey, can I just say it? Uh, 
that's no endorsement of Mark Jackson. Hey, I'm just, I'm just not out. Yeah, I'm not in the out camp yet, so I'm still in. Not even jack off. But also, I'll sit where I want. Like, if yeah. I'm, I'm going to sit on the fence. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> these splinters are a bit pointy. Sorry, though, my uh, you are my mum. <laughs> <laughs> You're not my real dad. Um, if you find him, let me know. I don't think. Over to the ccmfans.net forum. Still the spirals out of control. Um, Corsair on the forum. For or against relegation to the national second tier? Four. Four when it's right. Four when it's right, exactly. Would relegation break the Mariners' business model? Depends on the TV deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there parachute payments like you see in the UK? Depends, yeah. If you if you drop out of the a Liga to the B Liga, mm. uh, yeah, do you get the same deal? Do you get less? Do, do you, yeah, that's all. The, the fans on the coast turn up wanting to watch a, a second-tier national nope. side. That's nope. why I honestly think, and, and it'll hurt your big clubs too, it'll hurt your Sydneys, it'll hurt oh, your we, Wanderers, it'll hurt your victories if, yeah. if they went down. But we are very much on a path to we could have a fully East Coast national <laughs> top division top football yeah. league. But well, that's, that's, that's just the that's reality. That's a lot of letters. That's just the reality. Like, like I said, it's, um, uh, I mean, it's no different to the NRL really, is it? Yeah. So, um, like I said, that's why I think ProRel is another 10 years away. It's not happening until 2030 at the very, 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 very absolute earliest. More likely. Really? Is, more likely is the second. Back and listen to this podcast. I think the second division. And say, wow, so Pete soon. was right. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I reckon there'll be like a mass, um, you know, um, uh, what do you call that when you go up? A mass um, promotion promotion <laughs> event because we're more likely to stuff up the TV deal so badly that the t- entire top division goes... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's what I think you'll see first is you'll see before Pro Rail, you're just going to have promotion, right? So you're going to have your top team or your even top two, depending on the expansion um, across the A-League, going up for your first couple of years of, of promotion and then relegation will finally be introduced when we have one up, one down automatically and maybe a playoff. That's what I see. Anyway, Omni on the forum says, it's Thanksgiving here in the US. What are you thankful for? Wombat says, Australian gun laws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Wombat. That checks, that tracks. No, I disagree. am thankful no, for um, <laughs> our 2023 championship. Yeah, 6-1. I'm thankful for the whole season last season. <laughs> well, that's, that's Agree. quality. Uh, P. Jennings, would a 5,000-seat stand at Tugger mean that we would be able to survive in a national second tier if we were to get relegated? Is this the same 5,000-seat stand that was meant to be built Nine years ago, <laughs> with the pub and the, the rooftop hotel. bar and it's the hotel, coming. it's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. Are we sure? The Russians? <laughs> is it like the Russians? Is it coming, coming with the Russians? When is it you coming? I really hope it does happen. I know there were feasibility studies for particular hotel hotel uh, groups that that looked at the site here. Um, but God, I love a rooftop bar. Here. The smell would be fantastic. I mean, <laughs> that's just, I was just about to bring up. They need to fix the smell somehow. In all seriousness, though, we're, we're in sort of Rich's email, I think it's that long, I can't bloody remember, but I think he touches on, you know, self-sustainable and, and making the club viable. And the COE was a big part of that. Which we are sitting was, in right now. Yeah. Which we're sitting in. But we sold, they sold off a lot of the No, I know, I know, office, but th- th- yeah. that's like... I think they're selling off the swimming uh, you know, place as well. And, who yeah. owns this room? The hotel, knows? the pub, the club. The place. Maybe. Grandstand. Yeah. What are we doing? What not that? Wasn't this in like the master plan to make the club... Self-sustainable, self-funding. 
It's interesting looking back on. So it'd be good to get an update on that. These are the things that you know you might expect in a chairman's email, mm. but instead he's down in the detail. Mm. These are a few of my favourite things. And uh, finally, Sid Mariner, I uh, hope we've answered this one for you. Thoughts on Auckland being granted a licence and a second New Zealand away trip? Good. Two weeks in a row, let's do it. Auckland into Wellington away, into Hobart away, into... Uh, Sid will catch three trains and a bus there. <laughs> <laughs> he'll fucking bit swim about, there. A bit concerned about that train uh, ride. You'll be, be 30,000 feet above the, uh, the ditch and you'll see Sid just swimming away. <laughs> Just keep swimming. He'll get there. Doesn't matter how. He'll be there. Oh yes, I'll be on time for that Auckland bus. I look forward to seeing <laughs> you there as well, Sid. Can't gets what gets on the bus all wet. <laughs> Moving along, taking a quick look at the Coast Football Ramble tipping and fantasy competitions. It is another week atop the pops for High Hey Allo. And you know what? With a name like that, Cameron, you can stay there as well, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, with uh, 374 points, score of 104 for this round. I think I outscored in this round, actually. Um, quality in second, the Pav in third, Chump Chops FC in fourth, and Sauce Bottle FC. Uh, rounding out the top five there, Marinated Pelican. Uh, just a shout-out for the name there in sixth. Um, oh, Jesus, Josh Howe in seventh. I got 131 last week somehow, but um, yeah. Somehow indeed. Um, it's all coming up Howe House. Keep scrolling if you're looking for me. Yeah, I don't know. I'm in 18th with Marco Polo. Where the hell are you, 18th? Was? That's the dizzy heights, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm plumbing new debt. Shit, you are. 49, I don't even 49th. Yeah, well, I'm 49th with 46 points. What did you get, Josh? I got 131 last Mate, week. I reckon As that's someone who was so competitive last season, Moz, uh, for uh, reasons that are you willing to, uh, to divulge why you were so competitive and why you might not be so competitive this season? Because I am not really playing the game very well this season <laughs> as opposed to last year. Did someone maybe pay for some assistance in the form of an assistant coach last Doesn't season? Doesn't everybody do that? Oh, not okay investing then. any money into this piece of shit app. No, I have to agree with that because that is where I have fallen because um, my interest is hard to maintain when I can't even figure out how to play the game properly. Yeah. I. I'm, this is my second or I'm, third year and I'm still shit. I'm, I'm fine. I know how to play, play it. I just uh, – I care a lot less this year than I did last year uh, oh, there is because that. I'm not doing as well. <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> Very quickly, looking over at the uh, tipping comp. Oh, um, yeah, I'm crapping it as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going right. It is joyful. Uh, top of the pops there with 11 points. Tugra City. Uh, who knew that was still a football club? <laughs> Gary in second place with, uh, with 10 points there. And then we have a tie for third uh, with a few players on nine. Uh, sticking my tip still uh, still around the top there um, shout out to you Paul with 8 points um, I'm in 10th just saying you're in 10th I'm scrolling down but my phone ran out of memory <laughs> <laughs> you're 23rd uh, Moz 23rd Josh you're in 25th and then uh, yours truly you're in USB these couple of zero point rounds have fucking killed me I'm down with 5 points in 37th place Uh I'll be a lot better when I put tips in. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to get your tips in. <laughs> what, what, what about the comp? Week, yeah, <laughs> excellent. Very good. Very good. 
Looking ahead to this weekend, it is the first F3 derby of the season. A massive, massive, massive opportunity for us to get our first three points of the season. This one, originally scheduled for McDonald Jones Stadium, has been relocated to uh, Sutch Coast Stadium uh, due to the state of the pitch, the absolute state of the pitch up there in Newcastle following the Supercross. Motocross rips up a field, I'm shocked. Yeah, uh, who didn't see that coming? Uh, they need to stop those locals riding their trail bikes on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even an event, not a ticketed event anyway. It's just uh, just a standard Sunday out in Newcastle. Um, fellas, firstly, how are we feeling? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Not, not great. <laughs> Brimming with confidence. I mean, I love, I love a home derby. I love the derby, but... Um, Make or break, as has been mentioned a few times. Do we think? Do we think? Sorry to interrupt. Do we think right. the um, the derby being moved reduces pressure, adds pressure? Do we think that uh, it's going to put more pressure on them as they would have been sort of licking their lips to face us up there in some ways? I think it adds pressure to us. I think it's always um, positive to have a home game, though. Yeah, I think it's always positive, but I think it adds more pressure in the sense that we There's should no would like to be winning at home. We don't want to be beaten at home by them. Okay. And we've um, already lost two games at home. We don't want to make it another one. Yeah, and I, I mean, I mean, they they like you look look through their lineup, and I mean, yeah, they they, they just you look in their squad, you look across their last starting eleven. There's nothing in there that stands out as mm. an, an, a crazy threat to me. You know, obviously Lockie Bayless and Clayton Taylor, I think, are the two that opposing you know sort of a decent threat out wide. But you know, you look through the middle. Trent Bahaja could be leading goal scorer if he could shoot. <laughs> um, but That's a big caveat for Trent. It is quite mm. large. Um, but, you know, their back four as well, that doesn't, you know, that has been decent, probably the best of the back four. Um, big you know, step up from him because he was honking last year. He was, yeah. But, you know, once again, I, I, I look at that squad and I go, That's, this, is, this, is, this is winnable for us. This is winnable. That's oh, so winnable. Absolutely. If any game we're going to start putting away chances, it's got to be this one. Now's a good time. This 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 is the game to kickstart it. So, well, I'm keen on beers before the game because obviously, get in there. I don't know. I'm we I'm I'm weirdly confident that we can get the job done here. Even though we've, we're on four, I'm weirdly confident. I think we're gonna we're gonna win this one. I'm not confident, but we should win two 0 I'm confident two 0 you were right, Boise. I'm not making a prediction this week. And also we're going to win. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, uh, I'm not making a prediction this week. I can say um, I've spoken to a few of the boys throughout the course of the last week or so and they are buzzing for it. They are well up for it. Um, I'm sure they were happy that it got moved back home. Well, this was before it got moved. Oh, okay. So um, it was the day that it got moved but nothing had been locked in at that point in time. And worst case, don't we play um, Terengarnu? Yeah, we've got Terengano the Wednesday, home on the Wednesday as well. Night. So short, short so turnaround before we uh, get revenge against Terengano. Exactly. Yeah. I, I reckon so that's, that's a big Wavenge game we for us. Wavenge, big Wavenge. <laughs> A-League heritage moments. We owe them one. And, you know, I think uh, we saw how tough it is to play overseas in those Asian conditions as well. Uh, when we did uh, face them over there, you know, the reverse goes for them when they come here. So, um, But first, Saturday night, 5 p.m. kickoff, get to Bay Road from uh, from 2 o'clock onwards. Uh, actually, what time do they open? Yep. About 12. 10? 12? I think. 
Legs is open from nine, so I get there for nine. Uh, <laughs> get yourself a few happy hours in. I mean, check out the new sports bar at the Legs here. It's quite nice. Mm. Um, but uh, until then, actually, it's a 5.30 kickoff, isn't it? Yes, 5.30. Yeah, my bad. Whoops. Um, but until then, um, ladies and gentlemen, from all of us here at The Ramble, thank you all for uh, enduring another episode of Us In Your Ears. And uh, from us, it's love you. See ya. Bye. paying for assistant coach and I'm not paying for assistant coach. It was coach the same last year. For it such was, a shit game. It was only um, the assistant coach was only free for the first six rounds last year. I know and I paid for it but uh, because, you know. To, you fucking what? I paid for it. Yeah. But the, this is the <laughs> and thing. And I still beat you. And the thi- yeah, well, you got, you got Why to, did you admit you to that? You got to actually use it. Hey, I beat you so shut up.